The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Combank. With the Aussies in the final for the ICC T20 World Cup, Combank is rallying to fill the MCG in a bid to break the record for attendance at a women's sporting match. It's on this Sunday, the 8th of March, on International Women's Day. Head to t20worldcup.com to buy a ticket. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Friday the 6th of March. In your squiz today, Australia extends the COVID-19 travel ban to South Korea. Rainfall for regional Australia. The Aussies are through to the T20 World Cup final. And the six and last degrees of Kevin Bacon. This is your squiz today. Claire, COVID-19 continues to spread. It's now in 80 countries. And new cases are rising faster outside of China. The Australian government is keen to keep containment as tight as possible and has announced that foreign travellers from South Korea won't be able to enter Australia directly. That's the same as travellers from Iran and China, whose bans have also been extended for another week. That relates to foreign travellers. So if you're an Australian citizen or a resident, you're able to get through, uh, of course, with all sorts of measures that make sure that you're okay. But uh, foreign travellers from those countries are able to come through unless they've had 14 days from the time that they left those countries before arriving here. Italy, though, which is also another hotspot for the spread of coronavirus, hasn't been put on that banned list. That's because Scott Morrison, the Prime Minister, says that we have five times the number of passengers travelling to Australia from South Korea, and at the moment they're able to put in measures at the place of check-in and landing for Italian visitors. The Secretary of the the Treasury is warning that the coronavirus could wipe 0.5% off our economic growth, with the biggest hits to tourism, education and export industries in particular. The impacts of the virus are being felt all around the world in different ways. For one, it's delaying the release of the new Bond movie. There's lots of impacts from this coronavirus, uh, from the light to the very serious. Of course, there's uh, containment issues and there's a whole range of those issues popping up at the moment in Australia, particularly in New South Wales, but very seriously, the James Bond movie is not coming out for a while. <laughs> so, uh, what they're worried about is launching it and people not being able to get there for their big launch events. So they've delayed it until the end of the year. But it seems very cruel to deny us Daniel Craig for a few more months. Very much agree. There's a few great links in the Squiz Today email if you're looking for the lighter side to something like this, including a very funny cover of Natalie Imbruglia's Torn. A quick update on US politics now, and billionaire Michael Bloomberg pulled out of the Democrat candidate race after poor results during the Super Tuesday round of voting. He's now thrown his support behind former Vice President Joe Biden, saying in a statement that he'll work to make him the next president of the United States. Does that mean he's putting his money there as well? Quite possibly. There's been no uh, definitive uh, cash grab from the Biden campaign uh, on Michael Bloomberg, but Bloomberg has said that he would keep in place his campaign infrastructure right through to Election Day. And what the suggestion is that that also means that the funding would be available to another candidate. Bloomberg's made it very clear that he is not a Donald Trump fan and that he's committed to doing whatever it takes to help the Democrats uh, Uh, unseat him at that election. He's worth about 60 billion, so they're very deep pockets. Also in an update overnight, Elizabeth Warren has also withdrawn, which really now sets the race up to be between Biden and Bernie Sanders. 
Claire, back in 2007, faced with an ageing population, the Australian government suggested that families have one for mum, one for dad and one for the country. That was Treasurer Peter Costello. That's not enough for Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro. He's urging women to have six babies for the good of the country. That was met with uh, a lot of um, criticism simply because Venezuela isn't a particularly great place at the moment. It has an ongoing economic crisis. There are medicine shortages. There's also big concerns about the way that government is run, violence that's there, corruption, uh, all sorts of things. So, yeah, bringing more children into the world is in Venezuela is not something that a lot of people think is a really good idea. Back home now and the rain dance you mentioned earlier in the week must have worked. Claire, there's been a good soaking in regional Australia over the last few days. Yeah, I reckon we ought to take credit for rallying that rain dance. That's (laughs) definitely what happened. Yeah, we've got great soaking rain across the Northern Territory, Queensland, New South Wales, the ACT, Victoria, Tassie uh, as well since Wednesday. Some places, particularly in regional Australia and in Western New South Wales that haven't seen fall like this for years are really celebrating the great rainfall that they've had. That's all come off the back of ex-tropical cyclone Esther, which made its way through the Gulf of Carpentaria across to West Australia, did a U-turn and came back to the Northern Territory. So don't know really where she's going mm-hmm. and what she's doing, but the rain is fantastic. It's always welcome. Speaking of wet weather, though, it had a bit of an impact on the semi-finals of the ICC T20 World Cup. Not enough to stop the Australian team from getting through to the finals. They beat South Africa by five runs last night, Claire, which is awesome. Yeah, there was a reduced run score for South Africa to hit given that it was a rain-affected match. They had to reach 98 runs uh, from 13 overs, but they missed out by five runs. That saw the Australians victorious and through to Sunday's final, which is very exciting. They'll take on India in the final. India automatically went through after their game against England was washed out. Fingers crossed for a victory for our Australian women's team. Each Friday, we include a couple of lighter or more random things we've enjoyed throughout the week. One of your picks is a podcast called The Last Degree of Kevin Bacon. It's a comedy podcast. Give us the pitch. haven't really listened to a lot of either drama or comedy on podcasts. I've kept it fairly factual. It's always sort of news or doco news, type yeah. <laughs> podcasts. So I was kind of a bit sceptical about trying, you know, a, a comedy or a drama uh, on podcasts, but they're short episodes. They're only 20, 25 minutes or so. Um, Kevin Bacon is always fantastic yeah, uh, and it's got a really great cast so uh, I'm enjoying it a great deal. It's it's worth a try if that's um, something you want to expand in your podcast listening. And with International Women's Day coming up on Sunday, it's interesting to note that only 18% of biographies on Wikipedia are about women. The National Gallery of Australia want to change that this Sunday. Yes, the National Gallery of Australia has an exhibition on at the moment called Know My Name and really it's about celebrating the achievements of Australia's female artists. What they're doing is hosting a, a Wikipedia editathon on International Women's Day on Sunday. They're in a number of locations across the country. They want you to come along and they're going to sit down and edit lots of Wikipedia pages to get more women literally on the page. I like it. It's a practical way to improve that statistic so if you want to find out more about that head to the squiz today email 
What's the subject line today, Claire? Subject line today is Bet Midler. I don't think we've had a Bet Midler before. Uh, no. From a distance, you look like my friend. <laughs> There's lots of people at a distance. I know where this is going. <laughs> at the moment with um, coronavirus, we're not allowed to do the hongi. You're not allowed to kiss your dog if you're in Hong Kong. Communion's yeah. a bit of an issue in church. Uh, having an affair in South Korea is really difficult because of the alerts that they have. So, yeah, <laughs> we're all at a distance at the moment. Well, you've nailed that one. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> That's all from us today. If you are enjoying the squiz, please do tell your friends or leave us a review. We absolutely appreciate every recommendation. Other than that, have a great weekend. Keep your distance and wash your hands. <laughs> Good advice. <laughs> The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. A quick message now from our podcast partner, BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to Squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic Dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP. Are you?